Hey there, friends. Welcome to New Light Sports. This is evolving sports coverage for an evolving world. From the Zen Room, I'm Andrew Oster. We're back at it here, and we're making history, so I encourage you to hop on board and be a part of this evolving discussion. Bring your light in to these discussions and these topics, because we're creating space here, and I want people to contribute and feel that they have a part in this space. So please, Go to the website at newlightsports.com. You'll find a way to contribute there to add your light to the show. And also email me at newlightsports at hotmail.com. Yes, hotmail.com. Ignore all the previous Gmail messages because the Gmail address was taken. So we're left with Hotmail. We're back at it this week for episode five, which is just play. That's it. Just play. The reason why we play sports in the first place, why sports and all these games matter to us, is just to play. And today, as we do in New Light Sports, we're going to dive a little deeper into play and into ways that you can derive more joy from playing and the reasons why playing brings us joy. And we're going to highlight some people that are bringing joy and playfulness back to sports as well. So sports, this is it. There is the joy of sports, and the joy of playing is just to be in that childlike playtime. Why do we lose ourselves when we play a game? It's because when you're back in it, that childlike play state, there's no future. There's just this forever now. Playing also opens our imagination, which is so, so powerful. One of the wisest guidances I've ever read and gotten is that imagination is the most powerful force to humankind. And it really is. It's that open space that we create from, from our imagination. So playing opens this imagination up and it suspends our inhibitions, which just allows things to be. It gets us out of our own way. It allows us to be. It allows us to be present in the now. We can just enjoy and be present. You hear a lot of that word thrown around, but when you really let it settle in, what it means to be present is that you're just allowing things. You're not putting your judgments on it or worrying about what you were doing during the day. You're just in this forever now. Playing sports and the joy of sports comes from being in an active meditation. This active meditation, like we talked about in episode one of one of the foundational energies of sports, and you get this inward focus of energy. So it gets you more in tune with your body too. So you're less worried about the outside world or what's happening on the other side of the globe or what's happening in the other side of your street for that matter, what's the other side of your town, other side of your country. All those boundaries go away. You're just tuned into you, into this forever now playtime. It connects you to movement and your breath, which is super important. And that's going to be a whole other episode, diving deeper into the breath and why movement and breath are so good for our bodies just to rejuvenate us. And so we just sweat. We can move and breathe and we can sweat while we're playing and feeling this childlike joy. We're actually physically removing toxins at the same time. 
Sweating physically removes toxins. Movement and breath moves our joints, which are meant to be moved. Actually, you need to circle your joints. All those trunk twists and arm circles you thought your crazy gym teacher made you do were stupid. They're not stupid. Your joints need to be lubed up and moving them in their rightful movement without overdoing it lubes them up and makes them last longer. So moving, breathing, sweating releases all these physical toxins, but we also carry a lot of emotional toxins, energetic toxins as well. When we play, we release these inhibitions that we have that hold us back from doing what we want to love and doing what we want to express. It releases this rigidity of our mind where we think things ought to be a certain way. That's why when we open up to playing, it opens up the imagination. It opens up new ways of creating and new ways of doing things. So not only removing physical toxins through movement, breath, and sweat, we can help remove all these energetic and mental toxins and mental blocks and energetic blocks through this more freedom of creation and movement that playing allows us to have. It gets us out of that survival mode where we're so focused on what's the next thing that I need to survive. Gets us out of that. Gets us just to play. That's why the phrase just play is powerful. It reminds us what it's like to be children again. I actually was just talking with a parent recently, this guy I never knew, and he was saying what brings him joy is playing with his two-year-old. And he wasn't talking about sports, but he was just talking about getting in how his, his, you know, his son has showed him what real you know, unadulterated joy looks like. And even think about that word, unadulterated, means we haven't put the pressures and strains of being an adult that comes with growing up onto playing. We're back to being a child. So even playing sports or not, any parent out there knows that getting onto their child's level reopens themselves back up to that magic that is playing and sports. All of this helps to refresh our minds, bodies, in this hardened world that sometimes we've occupied. So just playing refreshes us, revives us, revives our mind, it revives our body, it revives our souls, allows our spirit to shine through when you remove the energetic and physical mental toxins. It creates more space for spirit to shine through. That's why it's such a renewal of ourselves when we play. We feel refreshed. We're renewed because we're recreated ourselves. Hmm. Recreate. That's like recreate. That's what those words put together are. Recreate. Recreation means the act of recreation of ourselves. And that's why we play. That's why it's so powerful. And that's why we love sports. It gets us back to just playing. And as long as we can remember that foundation and not get lost in the pressures of whatever system or coaching system or winning system or pressures of these unnecessary burdens of where we get our self-worth from, we can just allow ourselves to play. And at any level, at peewee, at youth, college, high school, professional, amateur, at any level, if we can remember to just play, we would get all these benefits and all this refreshness, renewness to recreate ourselves, open our imaginations up. We give ourselves these benefits when we play. And there's a lot of great coaches and programs out there that have rebranded and reimagined and recreated themselves to bring in more joy. 
And I think it's time to shine a little light on some of these programs. This is just a handful of programs that I kind of know off the top of my head. I'm sure there's so much more out there. So please come onto the website, newlightsports.com. Add your light to the show. Add who you think should be highlighted. And we could do a follow-up episode of programs and people that should have a light shown on them for what the great things that they're doing to bring the joy of playing back to sports. First person that comes to mind when you think of people who've brought joy back to professional sports, I think of Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll, who has a very interesting coaching history, his fun-loving style was not accepted in the 80s and 90s culture of the NFL. It just wasn't ready for it, and he knew it. So he brought his style of coaching to a place where it would be accepted and was ready for it, and that was University of Southern California, USC. The funny thing is, he was only their fourth choice. It was only because the three people ahead of him didn't take the job. And they had to, quote-unquote, settle for Pete Carroll. We don't even know who those other three are just because he's been so successful, because he's brought joy back. His main focuses of coaching are competitiveness and fun, and to be yourself. That's going to be a common theme among all of this, just to be yourself. Because when we strip away these inhibitions, what's it? We need to get out of our own way and just to be, just to play. Pete Carroll emphasizes competitiveness, fun, and being yourself. In a sport that honestly takes itself way too seriously and hard, and you've seen the success that his teams have had. Another person that has completely reinvented their program for fun and brought them relevancy and success is Mark Few, head basketball coach of Gonzaga University a Division I men's basketball program. People around the country and around the world didn't know where Gonzaga or who Gonzaga was before Mark Few started coaching there. But he brought his fun-loving, kind of quirky, be-yourself style to the small Washington State town and university and made them a perennial powerhouse and a perennial Final Four contender in basketball. Gonzaga went from, where is that again, to oh yeah, oh, they'll be in the Final Four again within a matter of a decade just by changing the culture of the program to a culture of joy. I mean, just one funny story about Mark View that I heard was that he loves fishing. And his dentist told him he had to fix a a chipped tooth on on his front of his teeth. But he never did because he cuts fishing line with it. It's so much easier for him just to, you know, rub the fishing line on his teeth and cut it rather than to get it fixed by the dentist or, you know, use some fishing scissors. Another human who embodies bringing this joyful mentality back to coaching is Steve Kerr of the Golden State Warriors. And his joy in in his program has been highlighted a lot recently for good reason. They've won three of the last four NBA championships, and they're in the middle of a dynasty run, all because of the program he has set up there. And we'll get back to Steve Kerr a little bit later. It's not the last we've heard of him in this episode. Another professional head coach is Joe Madden, the manager of the Chicago Cubs. He said, I can't remember a thing I've done in my life that I haven't had fun doing because he himself had some negative coaches growing up and in his professional career, and he vowed to never do that again. He never wanted to be that guy. But we're not going to be anti-negative here. We're going to go pro-positive. And Joe Madden is all pro-positive. His foundations of managing and leadership are his positive clubhouse environment he fosters so the players can 
maximize their fun in the game. Again, he emphasizes to be yourself. Now, that's a common highlight among all these successful programs. Just to be yourself. Of course, express yourself. A funny thing that the Cubs do that Joe Madden started was after wins, they have a little disco dance party in the clubhouse. Put up a disco ball, dim the lights, and they have a disco dance party to celebrate their wins. So a couple of the takeaways from these coaches and organizations is the success that they've had. Yeah, it's one thing to be fun, but to be next level, to be this next level new light, to bring light and success. Obviously, Joe Madden with the Cubs broke the hundred and whatever, over a century curse of the Cubs, supposed curse. Over a century of the Cubs not winning a World Series. Joe Madden broke that. Steve Kerr won the first Warriors championship in over 40 years and made the Warriors relevant again because, frankly, nobody was a Warriors fan before Steve Kerr really got there. Mark Few brought perennial success and title contention to a small town that nobody heard of a decade ago. And Pete Carroll brought the Seattle Seahawks their first Super Bowl win ever and gave prominence back to a college powerhouse. So those are just a few examples of the programs and coaches and managers that have changed at the highest levels of sport and competition, at the collegiate and professional levels. And if they can change there, then certainly youth sports can change as well. One of the biggest issues facing our countries is, and probably the world, is the over-seriousness that is inundated in youth sports, where the joy is lost. And for any parents or coaches or facilitators out there, I've gathered up a handful of examples and a handful of resources here, and I would love to highlight and shine a new light on some of these innovators and leaders, new light leaders of joy in the youth sports rank. Because if we want our professionals to be joyous, they have to continue playing to be professionals. And if a kid quits because the sport isn't fun, well, we know that sports are inherently fun. So the kid is quitting because of the program or the coach. We need to change that. So there's a handful of all these organizations popping up again. And it's beautiful to see because we, we want our children to be happy. Know the magic that they show us again when we play with them of how they just stay in that you know, forever now, that little playfulness. And we don't want to squash that magic. And especially not playing sports with something that we know should be fun, but yet some parents, coaches, and programs find a way not to make it fun. So let's not squash that magic. There's an organization called the Positive Coaching Alliance. It has on it as, as its board of directors, Phil Jackson, Doc Rivers, Brandy Chastain, and Summer Sanders just to name a few. Their focus is on coaching and parent resources for positive development, positive development and culture building. There's also an organization called True Sport. They help generate lessons plans and educational tools for coaches, teachers, and administrators of youth sports. And they promote sportsmanship, character, and healthy habits to enable children and youth sports to continue the magic and the joy and the benefits of playing into their adulthood. Another organization out there that I found super fascinating was the Aspen Institute. Aspen Institute is a top-level Washington, D.C. think tank that handles matters of world affairs, political affairs, 
socioeconomic affairs, but they have a subgroup within the Aspen Institute called Project Play. It's under their sports department. They actually have a sports department, which is cool. And they have a program called Project Play. And Project Play is a think tank and innovation wheelhouse to convene leaders and to brainstorm solutions and then share these solutions to anyone who's willing to hear. So they are, again, a think tank. They're going to be a leading edge think tank for solutions for play and for sport. And then they'll share these knowledge to help build healthy sports communities. So a lot of the more old school sporting ways of youth sports are going to be focused on the health aspects. And that is, for one, a super critical positive aspect of youth sports. I know I myself continue many healthy habits. I just know how to stretch. I know how to work out. And I know how to take care of myself because of playing youth sports. But here at New Light Sports, we go a little deeper. So we know that making sports fun for youth and for our children enables them to continue that joy throughout their teenage years, throughout their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. As we grow old, we continue to experience that joy. And it's only from we had this strong foundation. So there's all these great leaders and initiators and innovators the Positive Coaching Alliance, True Sport, the Aspen Institute's Project Play are just a few, and they all agree that a culture change is needed to bring the joy of sports back for most youth sports. And I agree with them. Oh, there's also a, another group that I really wanted to highlight here, and it was called the One World Play Project. And this is a nonprofit organization where they donate soccer balls to communities around the globe. So when you buy a soccer ball from the One World Play Project, they'll donate one. They'll match you one for one and donate one to an in-need community or in-need child out there. The cool part about their soccer balls are their regulation weight, but they're also unpoppable and they are super durable. So you don't have to worry about like finding a pump, you know, or like oh, finding the needle for the pump. You know, how many times have you gone to play some ball and your ball's flat, but you can't find the needle for your pump? So the One World Play Project has developed this soccer ball that's regulation size and weight, but it's also unpoppable and super durable. And so far, as of 2018, they've donated over 2.2 million soccer balls in over 185 countries. That is amazing. That is New Light Sports right there. With soccer being the most popular sport in the world, the One World Play Project is a leader in providing access to the joy of sports and to just play for many communities and in-need children out there. Well, all right. So now we're going to get to one of our weekly features. And this week, we are going to do a High Vibe Athlete of the Week. As mentioned earlier, we would be getting back to Steve Kerr because today, for episode 5 of Just Play of New Light Sports, Steve Kerr is our High Vibe Athlete of the Week. And just a reminder, our High Vibe Athlete of the Week is our featured segment where we're going to highlight and shine a spotlight on somebody for their general acts of bringing a new light back to sports. And Mr. Steve Kerr has done just that. Now, he's been in the news a lot recently with the Warriors just having won their third championship in the last four years. 
And his leadership style and the fun that the Warriors having is being noticed now. This makes Steve Kerr an eight-time NBA champion. Five times as a player and three times now as a coach. And if he didn't have joy, he wouldn't still be doing this. The joy that the Warriors have now is gaining coverage in the mainstream media, which is beautiful because it's about time. They're winning with a new way. Now, they also have amazing talent, but the joy that they have enables them to land that talent. Actually, signing Kevin Durant a couple years ago, the fun that the Warriors have was one of the reasons Kevin Durant signed there. In coaching and leadership circles, everybody's like, what are your leadership values? There's a lot of leadership thought circles out there of like, what are your values? So to Steve Kerr, Steve Kerr has four main leadership values that he embodies and imbues. Imbues? I don't think that's a word. That he imparts. (laughs) That's it. On his program. And his leadership values are joy, mindfulness, compassion, and competitiveness. Now all professional athletes and all athletes and humans in general, we like to compete. But at the highest level, you have to be a competitor. You have to be a self-motivated competitor to win. And creating a competitive atmosphere in a program is one of the keys to success. But joy, being one of his Mount Rushmore leadership values, is surprising. But not surprising to most people. Not surprising to people like Pete Carroll or Joe Madden or some of Steve Kerr's mentors who he's worked with and coached or played under such as Phil Jackson and Greg Popovich. Joy is one of the things that Steve loved about playing for the Bulls and Phil Jackson. Phil was a joyful guy, and so was Pop. Now, Greg Popovich has this outward, gruffy persona, but when you hear stories of players and people in the Spurs organization, they know that Greg Popovich is actually a pretty funny guy. And joy is one of the things that Greg Pop brings to the Spurs. So Steve Kerr learned joy from Popovich. And from Pete Carroll. Funny story is that when Steve Kerr moved to the front office with the Spurs before their first training camp, he actually visited Pete Carroll at USC to see some of their practices. And he loved how much fun that those practices were. He also saw the competitiveness, obviously, that drove those practices. But Pete Carroll was known for blaring rap music, everybody out there having fun, and making practice fun again, making sports fun again. And that struck Steve Kerr a lot. Mindfulness. That's not a leadership value that a lot of people have, but it's one that he learned from his mentor, Phil Jackson. When Steve was a player with the Bulls in the mid-90s, obviously Phil Jackson, the Zen master of basketball, practiced mindfulness a lot. Phil Jackson preached about mindfulness and meditation and yoga to his players as one of his core values. So that is something that Steve Kerr borrowed from Phil Jackson. And the compassion. This one comes from Steve himself. I think it's just part of his personality, his care, the camaraderie and the compassion that you have for your teammates because they're your loved ones. You're out on the road or you're out together if you spend months with each other and you have to build this compassion and love for them. That one comes from Steve. He's a very thoughtful and caring and compassionate person. So the joy, mindfulness, compassion, and competitiveness, his Mount Rushmore of leadership values that he takes to the Warriors 
it obviously works because he's one of the most successful NBA coaches ever. But it's funny, he didn't learn them alone. And the stories that we've shared today are about these resources and other people that we can learn from who have broken through, who have brought joy and a different way of, of seeing things, of looking at things, of a new lens of looking at things to get back to that childlike joy and the innovation and imagination and the just that forever now playtime where this is our little world, our little universe we just created and we're going to play in it and nothing else matters. There's leaders out there who are bringing that back to high-level sports. And if we can do it at the highest level, we can do it at the youth level. So there's tons of resources and other mentors and coaches and leaders and innovators out there who are bringing joy back to sports. So Steve Kerr, the most successful, current, joyful coach out there, the first one that many will think of, of joy in sports. But he's the High Vibe Athlete of the Week not just because of his current popularity, but because of how he got to the point where he's at through the collaborations of the other coaches and mentors that he's learned from and borrowed from, and that this interconnected web of, of co-creation that all of us share. So when one person creates, they don't, just, they don't do it in a silo. We don't create individually. Creation comes from the divine. It comes when we open our imaginations, and then it comes into this web of creation that we share. So when one person creates and sees things in a new lens and sees things in a new light that shines, they create that space and that chance for other people to see that. And when we come together and share those values, we grow in those positive attributes that we want to. That's why there's all those great resources out there for coaches and administrators and and youth sports facilitators out there like Project Play, like True Sport, like the Positive Coaching Alliance. And I'm sure I'm forgetting hundreds that are doing similar work. Tip of the cap to everybody who is, because anybody who's played with kids knows how much fun and how much magic and how much imagination that they bring. And we don't want to squash that magic. Sports are a way where we renew and we refresh ourselves to that magic. We recreate ourselves as the playful species that we are it gets us back to our roots it refreshes us so steve kerr through his collaborations and through the success that he's found by being himself and fostering that attitude of letting the players be themselves is why he is our high vibe athlete of the week So bring your light to the show. Go. Go to newlightsports.com. There's the messaging board there. Add your light to the show. Add your programs that you want highlighted. The other coaches and programs that are bringing joy back to sports. Newlightsports at hotmail.com. Email me. Love to do a follow-up episode based on all the new light that you guys know is out there that you would love to share to add to the web of knowing that we can all draw from and bring that new light and this new joy that we know is out there and share it with others. Well, that's going to do it for this week on New Light Sports. Be well, take care of each other, take care of yourselves, and spread some light around. Take a look at things in this new light that we've just created here today. Go out and play. Experience the beauty and the magic of letting go your inhibitions and your mental and energetic and physical blocks and just run and play and move and breathe 
and sweat and get lost in your own little universe of games and play because you'll come out refreshed and new, renewed as a new person. Well, for next time, I'll see you guys later. Adios.